0: December the 11th, 2023, 1st Samuel chapter 11, the Spirit of God, glory hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is faithful and just with all things being relational. And Father God, we thank you this morning thank you for waking us yet another day and preparing our minds and our hearts to receive of you this day our daily bread you indeed are our source of faith and our absolute rule of conduct and anything that we say do or think we do because of who you are and who you are inside us we bless you and praise you in the precious name of your son jesus glory glory hallelujah And family, I thank you on this day, this Monday morning, the beginning of a new week, and God is truly with us. We're continuing in the book of uh, Samuel, 1 Samuel, in chapter 11, the Lord has allowed us to entitle this particular episode, The Spirit of God, and as we do a basic recap, Samuel is serving as judge, prophet, and in a small case, priest over Israel, and has anointed Saul, prince or leader, whom we have determined the word to denote king over Israel. This is done because the people are conforming to those around them and desire a king like all the other nations, virtually rejecting God as guard, guide, and governor. We, on the other hand, are encouraged to not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of our mind allowing our mind to be one with the holy spirit who dwells inside us the one who has created in us a clean heart and renewed in us a right spirit from glory to glory we are conforming to the image of jesus our lord so Saul is king and we need to continue asking, where do we see ourselves in the stories, our family and our community? And how is God's character in relation to each character? And ultimately, what is God's character towards us, especially concerning the things we have prayed for and have gotten or are still in the process of receiving? Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us and govern us as we embark on this journey to know, to know you, as much as we can, until we see Jesus face to face. Be blessed on today, family. Be encouraged. Be inspired. First Samuel chapter eleven. The Spirit of God. Glory, hallelujah. And then Nahash, the Ammonite went up and besieged Jabesh gilead And all the men of Jebesh said to Nahash, Make a treaty with us, and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite said to them, On this condition I will make a treaty with you, that I gouge out all your right eyes, and thus bring disgrace on all Israel. The elders of Jebesh said to him, Give us seven days' delay, that we may send messengers through all the territory of Israel. Then, if there is no one to save us, we will give ourselves up to you. When the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul, they reported the matter in the ears of the people, and all the people wept aloud. Now behold, Saul was coming from the field behind the oxen, and Saul said, What is wrong with the people, that they are weeping? So they told him the news of the men of Jabesh. And the Spirit of God rushed upon Saul when he heard these words, and his anger was greatly kindled. He took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces and sent them throughout all the territory of Israel by the hand of the messengers, saying, Whoever does not come out after Saul and Samuel, so shall it be done to his oxen. Then the dread of the Lord fell upon the people, and they came out as one man. When he mustered them at Bezek, the people of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah, 30,000. And they said to the messengers who had come, Thus shall you say to the men of Jebesh-Gilead, Tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot, you shall have salvation. When the messengers came and told the men of Jebesh, they were glad. Therefore the men of Jebesh said, Tomorrow we will give ourselves up to you, and you may do to us whatever seems good to you. And the next day Saul put the people in three companies And they came into the midst of the camp in the morning watch and struck down the ammonites until the heat of the day and those who survived were scattered so that the two of them so that no two of them were left together then the people said to samuel who is it that said shall saul reign over us bring them in that we may put them to death but saul said not a man shall be put to death this day for today The Lord has worked salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal, and there renew the kingdom. So all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. There they sacrificed peace offerings before the Lord, and there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word this morning, Father God, the Spirit of God. Family, the, the biblical writer once again surprises the reader by, by switching attention away from Israel's central region and western frontier, where the Philistines were located, to the southeastern frontier. The Ammonite king, Nahash, ruled a small taste, or a small taste, or, or should I say a small state, rather, right in, um, in Transjordan on the borders of the Israelite territory, known as Gilead. At some earlier day, this army had invaded Israelite territory and they now besieged the city of jabesh Gilead. If we had a map, which I looked at in my commentaries, you can, you can see Canaan and, and Joshua and how this relates one to another. But, but this situation, family, illustrates the extent of Israelites' weakness at the start of Saul's reign. Again, we must bear in mind that the ceremony making Saul king gave Israel potential for unity and strength but did not create these things automatically or immediately. We cannot be sure how far Saul's reality or real authority extended even at the height of his powers and reputation or reputation. At the start of his reign, his decree of control was probably very limited. Each Israelite tribe had been used to had been used to acting independently and and this narrative reveals that even an individual city like Jabesh Gilead could make its own laws or treaties. It is significant too that the messengers from Jabesh acted as if Saul were not king and sent word throughout Israel seeking any help they could find, but it was Saul who in fact responded to their appeal. The situation also shows the extent of Ammonite hatred for Israelites, though the brutality pictured in verse 2 contrasts oddly by modern standards with the gentlemanly delay described in verse 3. Ammon was too small to have attacked a united Israel, but a disunited Israel, distracted by Philistine aggression elsewhere, was a natural prey. This passage and many others in the Old Testament reveals a God who helped his people in warfare, a concept which creates a moral problem for many Christians today, especially. Remember, where do you see yourself, your family and community? And how do you relate to God's character, to the characters, as well as God relating to your character? The historical realities of the situation were such that there could be no peaceful solution. This Israelite war, moreover, was not due to territorial greed, nor a desire to dominate other peoples, but to prevent injustice and oppression. The Old Testament consistently shows God's opposition to injustice. The excitement of the victory and of the ceremony led to a great celebration. Literally, Saul and all the Israelites rejoiced very greatly is what the scripture says the absence of samuel's name is significant if anyone else had by now forgotten the events of chapter 8 he had not not samuel no blame is attached to saul but the elders of israel had been guilty of rejecting both yahweh and samuel and the next chapter goes in a deep in a more elaborate expression of Samuel's further rebukes and warnings. The Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, help us to see you, to see God, to see Jesus in every thought, every word and every activity in our lives. To acknowledge you in all our ways. To not try to understand things as this world understands things and has taught us to understand things. But rather to understand things of this world filtered through the lens of you being the God who is faithful and just. With all things relating back and through you our Father, our Lord. Teach us as as we lay at your feet to to see as you see, to hear as you hear, and to do and be all that you have created us for so that you might get the honor, the praise, and the glory. In the mighty and majestic name of your son Jesus, we pray and we thank you glory glory hallelujah family be encouraged on today know that the things that we see that we hear you know we have not forgotten the the war and the fighting that is going on in the middle east and and over in ukraine and we have not forgotten the tension that's going on in in China with Taiwan and we know that we are here in this US of A, this United States of America as a beacon of light and of hope. And although the, the world around us and even though those in the United States who are not allowing their minds to be filtered from a a godly worldview, will have us to see and do things according to either history or tradition or what they think or deem is best. But we have the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, family, the Word of the living God, and we must filter all that we say, do, and think according to the Holy Spirit that dwells inside us. So be that beacon, be that light, and as we embrace this season of Jesus Christ, of giving and of love, let that light so shine that God may get the glory. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, glory, hallelujah, you may not not truly understand these words that are being spoken on today, and it is no coincidence because we all have been there at some point in our lives. It's because of sin. Sin darkens our mind, and our thoughts, and our spirit from receiving what God is saying and doing. But God said, if you confess your sins to Him, He is faithful, He is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, He is good and He is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be shared with and in community. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you.